Hey guys, welcome to the Twiniversity Podcast, a show created exclusively for parents of twins. I'm your host, Natalie Diaz. I am a mom of twins. I am also the Twiniversity founder, and I am the best-selling author of the book, What to Do When You're Having Two. Our goal at Twiniversity is to make sure that you always feel connected, we laugh at the little things, and we really do get to teach you a few tricks along the way. And that is what we hope this podcast is about to do. So welcome to Twiniversity. To bank or not to bank, that is the question. Sure, this may not have been a a problem in Shakespearean times, but it certainly is a question that comes up all the time now. So if you're currently pregnant with twins, you got to make sure that you do your research on banking your twinies cord blood. A great place to start is at cordblood.com. That's the website of our friends over at Cord Blood Registry. Your newborn's umbilical cord blood contains powerful stem cells that have been used to regenerate healthy blood and immune systems in transplant medicine. These stem cells are also being investigated for their potential use in regenerative medicine. Preserving your child's newborn stem cells at birth is an opportunity to provide access to current and potential future stem cell treatment options for your family. So learn more today at cordblood.com or call one 888 cordblood Use code DUO2 for special twins pricing through Twiniversity. Welcome back, cats and kittens. It's me, Nat, and I'm super stoked about the best guest that we have ever had on this podcast. I do like that I build it up each time. And um, for our guest that's listening, I literally do say that about every guest the same way that my grandfather told me I was his favorite, but then would tell all the other grandkids the same thing. So it's kind of I'm going in that same theme. But this one really is my favorite. Don't tell anyone. So here's why. This is a podcast that I'm going to strongly recommend that if you have children under the age of nine, you shouldn't listen to it. You should really just move along because today we are talking about teen twins and I am in the freaking eye of the GD storm and our guest Megan Loden is also right there in the trenches. We are crawling into the bunker of teen twins and we're going to just literally, we're Kimmy Schmitting today kids, we're opening up the doors. We're going to let a little bit of sunshine on our face and get ready to hear what your life is going to sound like within the next few years. So welcome, Megan. I appreciate it. You look wonderfully functional for a mom of three kids, including 14-year-old identical twins. Well, they're older. You know, they do their own hair now. (laughs) That is the best part. I do enjoy that. There's so many things that I want to talk about. So I'm going to give you a list of things that I want to talk about. Got it? Got it. And then you're going to tell me what we're adding to it. I want to talk about independence. Okay. That's one of my favorite. I'm making a list because I'm never going to stay on task. No, no, no. Just like my kids don't either. (laughs) And then I want to talk about the transition into puberty. Wow, that's fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And then I just basically want to vent and complain for a good six, seven hours if you guys. Oh, sure. If you got I'm the in. time. It's plenty of time. 
plenty. Oh. We might need a few more hours, actually, if we're being honest. Oh, my God. No, Megan, <laughs> listen, you just said something so funny. And so I said, hey, so you have identical twin girls. And please tell me, what you just tell everybody what you just said, because I thought it was awesome. <laughs> okay, so my girls will be 15 on the 19th of April. They were born in 2004. And for the first couple days short of 13 years of their lives, everywhere we went, everybody we met, even family would say they're identical. They're pediatrician. They're identical. And we said, no, they're fraternal. Like, I don't even see the same kid when I look at them. They're not identical, yada, yada. Well, they Surprise! look to be like, I'm the idiot. Guess what? I'm the idiot. Surprise. We did a DNA test for their 13th birthday because I had heard somewhere if people continue to tell you they're identical, yeah. you need to think about it. So oh I'm the God. idiot. They are, in fact, identical twins. I so that's love fun. that. So 13 <laughs> years. So were they the ones that were pushing for the test, or were you like, we should probably do this? I said we should probably do this. And then once they found out that there's supposedly, and I've heard different theories, but supposedly – there's a stronger genetic component if they are fraternal. They okay. were like, yeah, let's find out. Because my one daughter, my one twin is like, if it's genetic, I'm never having kids. I'll just adopt. I'm in. I don't want twins. I don't <gasps> want to do this. Yeah. Funny. Crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so she was happy they're identical because she can have kids now, she says. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love that that was so I like that she's also determined her fertility for the rest of her life. Absolutely. At 13 yeah. at oh, that time. She knows what's going to happen. She knows what's up at 13 for sure. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. I don't know. One of my kids wants kids. The other one definitely doesn't. My son wants like a herd of children, which oh, is weird that he's the one. So I have boy girls. So that's yeah. been that's been interesting to watch. It's I I say all the time to my friends I feel like I live on like a discovery channel show watching how like boys evolve and girls evolve and how it's like literally they live in two different parts of the jungle and neither is a place I want to visit no no mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't want to go there and my my son is more veering into like the smelly part of the jungle now where his room is a mess and my daughter on on the outside her outer shell is fairly perfect but don't look behind the curtain at oz because her room looks like we should be searching for survivors <laughs> so this is what we're going through here now tell me about the little bit of a twin journey like since they're identical i mean just because they're identical doesn't mean really anything especially since you didn't think they were so right. tell us a little bit about you where you're from how you got a bonus bun in the oven we want to hear everything go i'm grabbing my coffee yeah. and i'm listening right. to the story here so we again, go started at once upon a time once upon twice upon a time like there it. were <laughs> um i moved to arizona when i was 17 and Met a guy, and two and a half short years later, surprise. Um, and I was a little young and naive and didn't even realize I was pregnant until I was like 11 weeks along almost. So by the time I went to the doctor, it, everything happened pretty quickly. They're like, oh, and there's two. And everybody seemed to guess before I could tell them. So that was fun. Wow. That was fun. I did bed rest at the end in the hospital for a few weeks. That's um, tough to be so young. So you were you were pretty much a teen mom before it was cool. 
I well, I mean, I was 20 when they were born, right. but yeah. It, so I was a little on the older side. Yeah, okay. uh -huh. not. I mean, you know, 20. Now it's trendy. Honest. Now MTV now made being a, a teen mom. You would look. Right. I'd you be on you MTV. missed it. You missed the I opportunity. I missed the boat. Should have waited. I was like five years too early. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so then I had them by C-section, emergency cesarean at 33 weeks. Okay. Couple weeks in the NICU, come home, and we just, I just kind of stumbled through it. I don't know what the hell, I'm, I, don't, I still don't know what I'm doing, if we're being honest. 14 years old, I still don't know what I'm doing. I don't think anybody does. I, I <laughs> say all the time to my friends, I'm still waiting for their parents to get home, because I, I feel like I'm babysitting. Right, and I'm like, right, right. this is really what's happening? Like, I really, I, although I feel like if I were a babysitter, they might listen to me better. Maybe. I don't know. I think I I'm taken I... way for granted in this house. Yes. Well, we, yeah, aren't we all, sister? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so now we have the chicks, and then you're like, oh, that was so much fun. Let's do that again. Actually, yeah, uh, I, I, I did. We, uh, Me and my first husband divorced, and I met my second husband, and we decided that he didn't have any of his own children, and okay. we just decided that I'd like a boy. I was hoping for boy-girl twins, see? Oh, in, my gosh. In my opinion, you got the best deal. I wanted boy-girl twins. So wait sure. a second. So you're like, let's roll these dice again to get the set I want? And see, no, I just wanted a boy. Okay. I just wanted a boy. I was like, oh, my God. No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted a boy. So, okay. and we luck it lucked, it worked out because I don't think I would have done a fourth kid. So I was like, well, if this one's a girl, then I don't know what it, I don't know what to tell you. It is what it is. <laughs> oh. And so the girls were a little over four when okay. my son was born. They were four in a few months when my son okay. was born. So he's oh. the baby, very much the baby too. I don't know if that's a boy thing or a I baby saw, thing, but very much thing. the baby. Yeah, it's weird. I think it's a boy thing. I really do. And now where are you living now? I'm in Arizona still. You're still in Arizona. I yeah. knew you were somewhere in that pretty time zone. I knew that yeah. that's it. Yeah. Okay, so now you get to an age where you're like, okay, I have girls. Things are going to start to happen. What's yeah. like the first, like, did, like as they were growing up, did you have very open discussions? And we're doing TMI Tuesday because it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday, yeah, right? Yeah. So it is. I don't know when you're listening yeah. to this in the universe, but for us but it's today, now. it's Tuesday. <laughs> so we're doing a TMI Tuesday. So I remember when my chick was growing up, I didn't want her to be like unbelievably shocked when she got her period and think that she was right. hemorrhaging and dying. Right. So right. we had been always very, very open about it from right. even the time that she was little. I don't know. I also think that because I, I kind of work in the baby world, that they were very used to hearing me talk about like placenta and things like yeah. that. And oh, things yeah. don't bother them as much. So right. by kindergarten, my chick was pretty schooled on like how babies were really born. Yeah. We didn't talk about how babies got there, but she knew like what the process was. And you know, I, I teach classes in the apartment. So she hears about a C-section and a vaginal delivery, blah, blah, blah. So that yeah. I thought was interesting, but we were very specific about having like I, for my chick, I kind of took the lead on her, and then my hubs took the lead on the dude. I was like, you tell him anything that you know because I am not a boy. I, I just know what I would have liked to know as a little girl, so I was less traumatized. 
Right. Right. So that's what we did. So how did you go about, like, when did you start the conversations with your chicks about this is what it is and you're going to have boobs, blah, blah, blah. Oh my, I actually was kind of tricked into having the full on talk at seven or eight. It was followed by, please don't tell your friends at school. Please don't go running your mouth because they were so young. It was like, we were watching a show about a woman. It it was on the show about she had a surrogate to have a baby. And then there was this other woman and she had adopted a baby. Basically all these babies had something in common. I don't remember. And I was so long ago, but it was kind of, it started off with the different ways you can make a baby. Okay. And you know, there's surrogacy and adoption. and, And these are all great choices. There's in vitro and all these different and, and, you know, how, Old school. Well, how did we get here? Well, <gasps> well so, and, and it was like, girls. right. It, Mommy it, met it, this cute boy. <laughs> and he had a boy at a party and, uh, and, and, and he was older and he was history. cute. And yeah. And here, here you are. I don't Surprise. Know. Right. <laughs> and I'm very much on the path of don't give them more information than they need. Yes. But they just kept asking, yeah. well, how did that happen? Well, how does that happen? Well, well, what do you mean that the daddy needs, has the sperm and, and the mommy has the egg? Well, how does that work? Like, oh, God bless it. So oh. before I knew it, they knew everything, periods, bras, Good. shaving, Good. babies, the whole nine yards. So it was very, I mean, I was kind of tricked into it. So I think it took a lot of the pressure off. There yes. was no like, <gasps> We yes. need to have a conversation, which was kind of nice. Now my son, I think I'm going to have to tackle him to the ground yes. and like scream in his ear. He doesn't want any part of it I by me or his father. Him. He doesn't care. He doesn't no, want to hear it. You do. It's got to be a forced discussion. It is. It really does. It's like, you just need to listen. Take the earbuds out. I know. Yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's even yeah. a book, like there's a, a book for boys. Babe, what's the name of that book? I don't know. We're going to we're going to link to it. My husband's sitting behind me for those of you that can't see him. Um, So, yeah, I remember that there was this book. It's like the amazing adventures of boyhood or something weird like that. But I honestly I don't think he ever read it. I think that he may use it as his encyclopedia if he ever has a question, if he doesn't feel comfortable talking about it. So he's got that as a backup. But, yeah, I would significantly prefer that over YouTube. Oh, gosh, yes. You don't want them Googling anything. No. Ever. It's never no. good. No, bad things. Ha- we played this game. Bad things happened. Always. And I tell the kids all the time, listen to me now. Stop Googling things because you're going to see things that you can't unsee. Yes. And you're going to be devastated for the rest of your life. So please, yes. please don't. I don't need – I'll traumatize you. If it's anything, <laughs> leave it to me. Do not leave it to the interwebs. So let's no. talk about that for a second, about how social media is now raising our children. Do you feel that sometimes? Yes, and it's dreadful, and I hate it. I <sighs> hate it. They have it so much worse. Kids today honestly do, and I know that there's so many more convenience factors to being a child in today's day and age. However, the outside unexpected influence that's that's kind of being – you know, taught to your kids unexpectedly is horrendous. So how are you girls like dealing with the whole Instagram and are they on and do you let them have oh. accounts and what's your social media philosophy for teens? They have Instagram, they have Facebook, but they literally like never use it. 
Um, they were very excited when they were allowed to get one and then never used it. Um, Instagram, they actually do use quite frequently. Okay. The rule on any device in my house, phones, computers, TVs, like a lot of parents is, it's not yes. yours, it's mine. Correct. We're allowing you to use it, which means you have no privacy. If I feel, and I don't go through their stuff all the time, obviously, yes. but if I feel like somebody's hiding something or being yeah. sketchy, if, if they walk in, if I walk into a room behind them and they jump and push yes. their phone over, you know, I'm like, oh, and I just grab it right in front of them. And sometimes I'll do it. Like I see that they're texting a friend and I just grab their phone just to let them, you know, every once yes. in a while, keep them on their toes. Um, so they know that, but I, I, we talk a lot about basically social media is not real. It's yeah. not real life. It's. You know, nobody actually looks like that when they get out of bed in the morning. Just because you put on a shirt that says, I woke up like this, does not mean that's what happens. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody's exactly. taking 15,000 selfies to get two good ones to put on Instagram or Snapchat for the day. Everybody does it. They're not any special. They're not any different than you or I. And, I t and we, me and my girls especially, have long talks about that because it's such a big deal about kids. Like, I didn't get enough likes. I didn't get enough shares. Nobody yes. commented on my... I actually had one of my daughters post something on social media and she posted it really late at night, didn't get what she felt was the appropriate number of responses, deleted it and reposted it the next day in the middle of the day. But social media people do that. I could tell you. Like, I know. People I that know. consider themselves influencers do that. But that is crazy. The, the, the necessary validation of right. Instagram is nuts. It's is scary. nuts. I like that my daughter is when she gets like 15 likes on a picture, she's like, celebrate. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. good for you. That should good be job. the max that you're getting. Yeah. And that account's exactly. got to be private. She has a private account right. and then she has a public art account because she's a fancy, fancy little girl artist. So she right. has all her art stuff, but no pictures of her. And that's her public account. Mm -hmm. And then she has her private account, which is her friends, and she has to approve them. Yes. And we have a lot of yeah. discussions about creepers. I don't know. And this is for my son, too. Even if he's playing, like, let's say he's playing Fortnite or he's playing something where other people, I always, since the kids were really little, and I probably did ruin them forever, but I would always tell them, the person that you're talking to online is a 47-year-old man living in his mother's basement. <laughs> I usually say 52, but yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. That's, That's right, who yeah. it is. That's who you're talking to. So please don't think that that's Crystal from, you know, Nebraska and she's 12. Please yeah. don't. Yeah, don't no, think that. Not. It's a creepy she's old not. dude and that's who it is. And I said, if right. you always think that. And they're like, well, how are we going to make friends? I'm like, you're not going to make friends because we're no. not making friends with people in Nebraska. Because no. those aren't friends. Yeah. Those are people you play internet games with. Correct. Let's keep all this in mind. And I don't even, I mean, my son plays video games, but he's younger, so it's a little different. And he's a boy. Yes. But the girls are not into video games really like that, thank God. God. I don't know what I would do with the, I don't know what I'm going to do in four years with this one. That's going to be a whole other thing, I think, with yes. the boy being on the games all the time. Yeah. But the girls, my main concern with them is like social media. It's Instagram, it's yes. Snapchat, it's all the dumb now, little music nonsense things. Yes. Ugh. And then there's also this thing called house party where they have like group video chats. I oh, do. I want to give them all, all the kids that are out there right now. You guys are going to get a free ticket from Aunt Nat to the slap machine. It's going to be great because you guys, I want to like, sometimes I want to shake you, but then Megan, I have to say, I think that I was a fairly typical 
No, I wasn't. I'm lying to you. I was a fairly typical like 12 and 13 year old. And then I don't know, I took a turn and I was like, I want to work and I want to do things. And I wanted these boots that my mom didn't want to buy me. So I'm going to earn them. And then at 16, I wanted a phone. And my mother's like, good for you. My father's like, yeah, I got a job. And so I got a job and I had my own phone. And then I wanted cable and I paid for my own cable. My kids literally don't have to do anything because we give them everything and uh-huh. I am I'm the worst. Yeah. I want to come out of the closet and say that I'm the worst we, mother in existence. You're no no you're you're just like all of us I swear. Honestly, I am constantly saying you know I had to clean and do laundry and cook and keep the house going and take care of the pets and these kids I'm like who's going to take out the trash and it, it's the not me game. Yes, why? I'm going to have Just another child, name him, not me, and ground him from now until the end of time. That's what I'm going to do. I'm I so sick of not me. Ugh, it's so annoying. I mean, just take out the trash. Yes. I asked you to do one thing. I'm running all over hell and gone trying to get you guys to and from activities, supporting yes. your social life, and you can't take out the garbage? No, it's impossible. We, we live in a house. We don't live in an apartment. They got to, you know, it, it's like a freaking you know, elevator <laughs> ride. Or, I mean, get out of here. We live in a walk out the back door, 20 feet to the dumpster in our, the little can outside our back door. Are you kidding me? This is what I'm dealing with. Now, this how, is with. how are you dealing with double the eye rolls? I'm not. I just choose to, honestly, I choose to ignore all of it. Okay. And they know if I, here's the thing. We were just talking the other night, actually. Me and my one girl were talking about how my other girl gives her father significant attitude. <gasps> And I know one time several years ago, he did call me and say, you know, I I don't know what's going on. They're just, you know, I'm getting a little toot and they're not real super helpful around the house. And, and the thing is, if I ask them to do something, I get the not me. If I stand up, they get up, they run, they scurry like little animals to (laughs) run and do what I say. I don't know why they act like I beat them. I don't. Um, but he would ask them to do things and they don't do it and they get attitude and they roll their eyes and that like they got something stuck in their throat all the time. And I'm like, I, I, and I, I feel bad, but I kind of laughed a little bit at him. It's like, I don't, I don't really know what to tell you. Um, I don't have that problem with them here really because they deal with the attitude between each other enough. And I think he takes some of it away. Like I don't, they just deal with all that over there. I, I don't, but they, I mean, they are best friends. They are kind of attached at the hip a little bit. At the same time, they fight worse than any siblings I've ever seen in my life. It's yes. insanity. It's insanity. So they take the attitude, the yes. brunt of it from each other, I think. I think that's why I don't get it. Man, it scares me sometimes. Like the, the way that they fight, it really is vicious. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. I didn't, I wasn't ready for that. I mean, I knew I expected the attitude and I expect, like I expected a lot. Sure. I did not expect the way that they would fight with each other. Me and my sister, like me and my sister fought a lot, but I, we were never this bad. The, and that one will say, oh, that one hates me. Oh, this one hates, nobody hates you. Like every night she's like, I don't know why he thinks that I hate him. I really love him. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to give you like 11 reasons why he thinks you hate him. <laughs> Because right. I just watched them in the past 12 minutes. So right. it was pretty right, much right. a thing a minute is what we were going for. Right. And the same thing. He's like, I don't understand her. 
I don't know. I understand her because I want to put your head through a window too right now. So they don't see, they're like so blind to see what the other, they don't, they can't understand. Or I don't know if it's self-awareness and they're not, you know, aware of the way they treat each other. But I think that maybe one of the biggest issues with having twins is this issue because so. with twins, you know, you had, if you have a singletons, your kid had a moment of being alone. Okay. Sure. Your kid had a moment of a here, I'm a human, I'm in life and this is okay. With right. your twin, they were always there. So yeah. they're never going to leave you there. You yeah. just take them for granted. You beat them down. This is what happens. And they eventually do forgive each other. But Honestly, Megan, I'm worried that they're, one of them is going to say something to the other that's not going to be as forgivable. I know. They're vicious. My girls, and like I said, they, they do everything together. They're together. They go to the same school. They have talked about not going far from one another when they go to college. Like my oh. one daughter's talking about going to NAU, and the other's like, well, shoot, then I'm going to stay local, you know, wow. local-ish, because that's okay. only a couple hours away. So they are truly absolutely best friends they have told me themselves that that is the closest relationship they've ever had in their lives is with each other however however i have literally watched one punch the other in the face wow i love what the crap is going on ufc twins edition it is in my living room i'm like no 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 stop no 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 because when they're bickering and arguing, unless they're like being really loud about it, yeah. I, I want them to work it out. Sometimes I'm like, hey, 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 rein it in, rein yes. it in, you know, or go upstairs. My favorite, go upstairs, take it somewhere else. I don't want to hear it. Go away. I don't want. <laughs> I'm such a wing it, and and who gives a crap, mom? I'm yes. like, go away. I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> but the physical, I'm like, oh, oh, God. Yes. no, 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 stop, 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 stop. All I can envision is like broken bones and and busted lamps, and and we, me and my brother, did that stuff to my mom. <sighs> And my mom, God bless her. I don't know how she put up with it because I would have killed us if I was her. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I'm so glad. my No, they slap each other, not in the face, (sighs) but like sometimes one will get the other like on the arm or the back. And they'll, but they know that they get one shot. So they're going to make it count. Yes. Yes. Well, that's mine too. She's like, they wait. Yeah. I yeah. love the slapping and they it's like, loud and they wait for the other one not to have like, like have a sleeveless shirt on or for my son to have no shirt. And then she'll like, Psh, and you hear it. And then yeah. like everything just pauses for a second and then she'll run. And then she, yes. And then they run away because ah. they know. Yes. Like they don't want it. Yes. Every time, every, uh, the punch in the face mm. thing kind of, I was like, holy mother of God, what are we doing? Who oh are we? Good Lord, and I couldn't believe it. Did you ever see the segment on Saturday Night Live where it was, I think it was Coffee Talk. It was like these two mothers from the Bronx, and they, it was Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph. And they did this skit where they would be talking to each other, and they'd be like, oh, my God, my son Joseph. I'm going to kill him. I swear to God. And then, like, towards the end of the skit, they're like, but I love him. I swear, I don't know what I would I do know. without my Joseph. That's how I feel I about know. my twins. Because I really that? do want to kill them, but then yeah. I'm like, oh my God, that's so amazing. I love I them so much. I know, but then I sit and I think, and I'm like, they work so hard and they're so good in school and they have good friends and they get good grades and they're good in good activities. And, and you know, I hear some of the struggles that, and I think it's primarily um, other girls in the neighborhood where they go to school because yeah. it's a fairly wealthy area. And I feel like, you know, a lot of those girls are very spoiled and they have severe attitudes with their parents, like unbelievable attitudes with their parents. And my girls will say, Ma, I couldn't believe how that girl talked to her mother. 
That's the and way, so, that's and, the better way to raise a kid that right. knows when a kid is being crappy. That's to their own kid. mother. Yeah. yeah. I feel I like I did something right. But then at the same time, some nights I'm like, you know, I could just, I could just, you know, everybody, yes. oh, the mom that walked out and, and ran away from home. Did anybody ask if those kids were grateful for anything that mother did for them? No, <laughs> no, nobody asked. Everybody says she's a horrible person for going and living in a tent on the beach. It sounds so great, though. Do you ever sometimes say, oh, God, I wish I broke my leg and were in the hospital for a few weeks yes. in traction? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. What, my other favorite one is prison doesn't sound so bad. Right. These yeah, are literal things yes. that I say. And I mm -hmm. said it, like, not that often when they were little, but I'm finding myself saying it now yeah. as they're bigger yeah. Because right. I just want to get away sometimes, and I can't. I can't get away from no. them. They no. also, like, I can't say, go play. Like, they could, and we live in a very tiny little apartment, so I could hear them pretty much breathing no matter where I am no in this house yep. we're, we're trapped in. But now I'm trying to throw them out of the house often, and I'm like, we live in Manhattan. Go to a yeah. museum. Do something. Yeah. And now they are, so it's starting. Like, we're going on an upswing. But I'm going to give you, just like your girls were talking about, like, the colleges they're going to go to. My So now my kids are going into high school next year. So I mm -hmm. opted to do kindergarten twice. So since they were born right. super preemies, we did kindergarten yeah. once. And I'm like, nah, that was so much fun. I'm going to do it again. The school <laughs> that they went to kindergarten actually closed. So oh. I was like, this is actually a good opportunity. Because if we go to a new school and do kindergarten, nobody even knows. Right. So that's it's what we deal. did. Yeah. So we went yeah. to the new school. They went to kindergarten, and they were in two separate classrooms. Everything was great. Now in middle school, they're actually in the same classroom, and it is it is horrible. It's so bad. I can't wait for high school because then they're going to separate again. And right. they both really had a lot to say where they, they thought the other one should go to school. So in New York City, we have over 600 high schools to choose from. Because we have 9 million people in our fine little area, it is um, divided up by district and then by neighborhood. And then also in New York City, we have, you could go to school and choose a specialty. So there's a lot of right. trade schools in New York City, and they're not like auto mechanic. It's like forestry and urban landscaping because they the city is not dumb the city uses right. those high schools for central park and oh, so they use yeah. the students as a quote-unquote right. internship and that's how that's how our city services it's it's pretty genius it really is yeah i should start a school like on yes. um, you know ironing 101 yes you know, that class uh -huh. I dishes. like it. I'm in. <laughs> I like the landscaping. I would do a school yeah. for landscaping, yes. uh, painting. In. I think house, home, yeah. home improvement. I mm -hmm. think that yes. would be yes. These are that the, the ones class. that I would like that. <laughs> so now my daughter wants to go to this art school, and sixty percent of the admission into this school is uh, is weighted on your audition. So my daughter's like, oh my God, I have to do so well. And I'm like, Red, listen, like I'm not even worried about it. You're really good. And if they don't think you're good, that's fine. She's a very weird artist too. It's not like typical art. She does have a very interesting eye that creeps me out. But then I always remind myself that Picasso's mother at one time was probably super creeped sure. out. Oh, and sure. Dolly's mother was like, can't we just draw a clock that's not melted? Right. So I try to channel the, you know, the masterpieces yeah. parents and say, yeah. what would they do? So now right. my daughter got into this school and my son's like, I don't think she should go there. And I'm like, what are we talking about? We've been talking about this for like a year. And he's like, listen, 
if she goes to this school, she's going to be a starving artist and she's going to be poor. And I'm like, babe, like, like she's not going to be poor. Your sister's not going to be f- poor. She, she can make a living. She could be a graphic artist. She could design cereal yeah. boxes. Like, you sure. know, she doesn't have yeah. to be drawing, you know, pictures of kittens on the street corners. <laughs> so for him, he said, well, I don't believe that. I think it's not going to be so great. So here's the plan. And I'm like, here's the plan? What's the plan? Here's the plan. <laughs> here's the plan. So his plan is, get ready, Megan. This is his plan. Oh, boy. He's going to go to high school. He's going to work for our transit system. He's going to buy a house on the last stop of our train because it's more affordable up there. And whatever house he buys, it's going to have a basement so she has a place to live in an art studio. Oh, God bless it. <laughs> Because at some point, I apparently am no longer capable of taking care of her. Apparently. So I don't know if my son thinks I'm dying and this is now his responsibility. But he he is like legitimately making a life plan to take care of his sister because she's going to be poor because artists are poor. So this is so while they're smacking each other stupidly as they walk through the house and they call each other names, which I then yell out and say, how could you say this? Like, who speaks like this? Like, honestly, I'm very I'm very respectful of my children. And I have been since they were little. I'm very kind, except when I'm really yelling a lot, then I'm not. But then they know that I get into mommy voice. And typically I say, before I, like, flip the switch and go into, like, full, I'm going to kill everybody in this house. Yes, scorch the earth, it's over, yeah. Yes, I gently ask them, hey, listen, what version of me would you like right now? Would you like (laughs) regular mommy or would you like mean mommy? Because mean mommy, she's creeping in. She's creeping in right now. Yeah. So Poking what, around the corner. what do you want to say? Because it's not, things are going to be very bad in a second. And if it does get very bad, I don't break anything. I just take things. Yeah. I just take oh. it. So yeah. whatever. And I don't talk about it. I just take Mm-mm. it and walk out of the room. And they're like, what are you doing? What's happening? I'm like, what? What happened? What? What happened? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm right. like, what do you mean? What, what, what happened? What just happened? What? And I always, by the way, if you ever can't find something in my house, I hide everything in the cabinet where the pots and pans are because nobody ever looks there. Nobody cooks but yeah. you, so no. no one will ever find it. Yeah. No. And literally, you could literally open up my pots and pans cabinet and there'll be a tablet, a laptop. <laughs> it's not even hidden. It's no. literally, you open Mm-mm. up two drawer, two doors. It's right there. It's like the tablet Boom. is in the macaroni pot. That's yeah. where it is. It's uh-huh. next to the crock pot. Why? Yeah. And they're like, what did you do with it? Where did you put it? And I'm like, well, first of all, you could have gotten up and followed me out of the room. <laughs> that would have been one way for you to find out where it was. <laughs> and number two, I'm not having this discussion because I've been telling you X, Y, Z for the past X, Y, Z minutes. And right. so yeah. you didn't listen to me, and currently I'm uh, incapable of hearing you. Yeah, I, I can't hear you until that bathroom's clean. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I even made a list, Megan. I made a, a printout for the kids that says, this is what a clean bedroom looks like. Oh, yeah, This I've is what that. a clean bathroom looks like. Because <laughs> they, I don't know. I don't know literally if they become visually impaired when they walk into a room. And I don't know if the smell of the Clorox is, you know, leaching into their eyes and they can't see 
all the floss that's right, right around the garbage pail that's yeah. empty. Yeah. Let's just have oh, like, yeah. let's have a, a mountain of floss. And then my other pet peeve, and I tell my kids, listen, I am nuts. I know I'm nuts. Everybody has their things. My thing is, you know, your toilet paper holder, if you have one that attaches to the wall, when you pull the toilet paper out, the little shards of paper make dust yes. on top of the toilet paper holders. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Megan, yeah. listen, I know <laughs> I have a problem, but I ask my kids, please listen. Mommy's crazy. It's a little OCD. I know. But could you please, when you clean the bathroom, could you please just clean the top of that? Now, truth be yeah. told, Megan, I could just go. I could take a piece of toilet paper. I could even spit on it and wipe it. It's not even difficult. Right. But it's not that hard. It's the principle. But you ask them. I asked yeah. them. And not only did I say clean the bathroom so that we could have a sanitary place to wash, but right. this is like a personal favor because I'm telling you, I know I'm crazy. But I need you, I need you just like I know that my daughter doesn't like her food touching. And God forbid, I pray to God that she gets out of this because I can't see her going to like a cocktail party as an adult. And then they try to give her like a fancy canapé and then she's picking off like, you know, the piece of chicken from whatever. I'm like, I'm worried. I'm worried about her. But she's going to live in my son's, she's going to live in my son's basement anyway. So So they'll be, they'll be fine there. She'll live on ramen and a salt and vinegar potato chips. So she'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, she's going to have no life or career, so I don't have to worry about that. But, like, I'm like, please do this for me. Just do right. this for me. Please just clean the top of that. These are the things that drive me crazy. Yes. What's your biggest crazy teen mom moment? Honestly, we have only recently begun, like, worrying about um, – the kids like having friends over and okay, but your room is gross. Your bathroom is gross. Like you need to like, clean because they're not home. They go to school at seven in the morning. They get home at five, six at night because yeah. they have track after school. It makes for a very long day. And they're used to me running around doing everything for them because they're gone for so long. Yes. And I do a lot for them. I don't expect them to do a whole lot. However, if you want to have friends come over and invade my home, because mm-hmm. that's what it is, invading my home for a sleepover, I'm not cleaning your room or Absolutely. your bathroom to do that. You have your own bathroom. I have never, not one time, have I ever used that bathroom. Never. <laughs> we have two other bathrooms in this house. I don't have any reason to use your bathroom, and I won't because it's gross. <laughs> like, you would think, a 14-year-old girl? I don't remember my bathroom being gross when I was 14. I... I don't remember that. I remember being pissed off because I had to clean it all the time because yes. my brother never would. Ugh. Because my brother would live in filth from now. Ugh. I mean, he probably still would if we're yes. being honest. Yeah. Like, they don't care. Men just don't care about that stuff like that. No. The bathroom, though. The bathroom kills me. It kills me. I'm like, look, just when was the last time you wiped your sink out spitting with the toothpaste? Yes. The toothpaste. Well, why the hell is there so much freaking toothpaste? <laughs> What is this? Every week for two children. I can't. I can't. When I see like the blue clumps in the sink, which means that it wasn't even a used portion. It literally. This I go, I go crazy. Like literally, it makes me want to pull my eyelashes out because it's like you didn't even use that. How hard were you squeezing that friggin' tube? And then is it shooting? And then you're catching it in the river of toothpaste. I don't know what she's doing, so, so it makes me crazy. Yes, the yeah. toothpaste, when I see blue, 
because whatever we're using, and by the way, we use whatever is on sale. I got to tell you the truth because we use so much between toothpaste, toilet paper, and paper towels. I literally should have bought stock in these items when they were babies. Right. It's too late now. I've already invested way too much in those companies. And they, now that I drove the stock price up, I can't afford it now. I can't afford it now. Now it's too late. But it may, like, yeah, these are the things. Chores make me crazy. My kids do have chores. They have chores every day. I don't care if you don't want to do them. I, my daughter left the house today without walking the dog. And I called her. And I was like, um, you know, the hairy, the hairy thing that lives in the house that you guys wanted. She's 109 pounds. She eats us out of house and home. And she's the reason why I have to sweep every day. Uh, And she's like, what do you mean? Can't Johnny walk her? And I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So she's like, I already left. I said, okay, so turn around. I'm going to be late for school. It's not my problem. Sorry. You'll have to explain that. Get to the principal. That's a good excuse that I forgot to, I forgot to walk my dog. You know, the one that's literally standing by you as you're making your lunch, trying to say good morning to you. I don't know how you Mm -hmm. forget her. She's not, I don't even know where she is right now. Usually she's behind me, but she's huge. And my daughter is tiny. And, and she's as big well. as my daughter. Yeah. Right. And you know it. good and well she followed that child to the door. Yeah. Like, hey, you're going to take me with you? No. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm going to say I forgot. <laughs> God. <sighs> so when the kids were, I'm going to say when they were 10, things started hitting a wall. And so I said, I don't want to start drinking. And by the way, please, if you're listening to this, I don't feel like being judged by you right now. So just listen to me. So I said, I don't feel like drinking. I don't want to start turning to drugs at this point. And not like heroin, but I'd rather not take Klonopin at this point in my life. And I just got to figure out how to moderate the stress. So in New York City, there's this place called the David Lynch Foundation. And he's the one who did Twin Peaks. And he's like super fancy. And he has this whole school that will teach you how to meditate. So it's transcendental meditation. It's not even like meditation. So Megan, I call this place and I'm like, yo, listen to me. Um, I would like to write a story about this for the Huffington Post. I was writing for the Huffington Post at the time. And I said, I want to write this story. I know that Ariana Huffington is a practicer of, or whatever you call that, of transcendental meditation. And they were like, "Uh, sure. Because if I didn't get it as a media person, it's like $1,500. Oh, What? (laughs) What? So it's a two-week process, not shitting you. Two weeks, I had to learn how to meditate. And so I'm like, wow, like after the two weeks, fully, not only was I drinking the Kool-Aid, my belly was literally full with the Kool-Aid that I was drinking. And I'm like, this is fantastic. This is great. And look at all these people who meditate every day. There's Ellen and Jerry Seinfeld. And as I'm doing homework, I'm finding that more and more people meditate and, you know, fancy CEOs. And I'm like, okay, this is it. And they're like, okay, well, two times a day for 40 minutes, you sit in a room and you basically do your little mantra, blah, blah, blah. It lasted maybe four weeks. Okay. Hey, that's probably three weeks longer than I would have gotten. Because now I'm like 80 minutes a day of my life is dedicated to sitting here. Who does this? Who Who lives like this? this? Yeah. What am I, a howl on Gilligan's Island? (laughs) Love it. (laughs) I 
could not believe that I was thinking about that. Then I found out that most people don't meditate for two times uh, 40 minutes or whatever the hell it is. Or two times 20 minutes. I may be lying to you. It may only be 40 minutes a day. But then I found that most people do um, like 10 minutes. And so I started, I do find that it works if I remember to meditate, which that's my biggest problem. So I downloaded this, uh, this app Headspace. My sister has one too. So if I remember, I try to clear my mind once a day before the kids get home. And then the kids get home, and within four minutes, any piece that I felt has been ruined. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have a knack for it. They're it's, real good at it. Honestly, if that was a profession, my kids would be as high up in those professions of oh. how, to, how to get onto my skin within 0.8 seconds flat. Yeah. They know mm -hmm. it. They're real good at it. Kids are real good. And twins times two, so that's awesome. Oh. And the older they get, the better they get at it, I feel like. Do they play against each other like, oh, is she bothering you today? You know, you got me. Oh. Let's do something. Do they do that yeah. poop oh too? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we had an incident with one of my daughters skipping weight class after track practice last oh week. God. And my other daughter called me, seemingly legitimately concerned. Like, I can't find my sister. I don't know what to do. La, la, la. I'm like, well, I'm on my way. I'll be there in a little bit. Um, just stay where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about where your sister is. I will deal with her when I get there. And I get up there and she had found her and they get in the car and her sister sits in the back and won't look at her, won't talk to her. She's so mad at her because she got her in trouble and la, la, la. So we get home and I says, we'll discuss this later in the car. We get home. She goes right upstairs, takes her phone and her sister, a little tattletale down here. So what, what's going to happen, Mom? What are you going to do? It. Yes. What are you, you going to do? Is she going to be grounded? Are you going to take her phone? How about her tablet? You take her computer. What are you going to take away, Ma? I like are you gonna, it. Is she going to be allowed to watch TV tonight? What are you going to do? You know, our birthday's coming. <laughs> God bless it. <laughs> I love it. Uh -huh. I'm the perfect one. Uh -huh. I'm the perfect uh -huh. one. Do you yeah. see me, Mommy? Yeah. I'm yeah. so perfect. I was Look at where me. I was supposed I'm the to best. be today, Ma. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. She's, oh. kind of, she's kind of a jerk. But she, and like, even oh, so a little bit later, you know, I get dinner going, I get it on the stove, and I tell her, keep an eye on this. And I go upstairs to talk to the one that is about to be in trouble. And I'm like, look, here's the deal. You have to tell somebody where you are. She mm -hmm. gives me some story. She was in the bathroom, didn't feel good. For 40 minutes, yeah, okay. I was born at night, it wasn't yes. last night. Because I was a horrible teenager. Horrible, <laughs> awful. In trouble all the time. Never where I was supposed to be, when I was supposed to be there. Hanging out with the wrong kids, doing the oh. wrong stuff. I was awful. So she's not fooling me. And I told her that and said, look, here's the deal. It was weight class. It's not the end of the free world. It's not like you dish math. Um, it's not even really a requirement. Half the kids don't even show up. But if the coaches say something and they yes. come to me, you're, I'm not going to cover it for you or nothing. Mm -hmm. If you not, are not feeling well, you need to call me and tell your coach, period. Yes. You don't get to just wander into the bathroom and hang out with a friend for a half hour. That's not okay. It's not safe. Someone needs to know where you are. Mm. I didn't take anything away. I told her this is her one free pass. She's only getting the one. Good. Good. Do what you will with it. So then I come downstairs, and here's my other daughter. So, so what happened, Ma? Would, would, you, would you tell her? I don't see her phone. You didn't take her phone? Oh. <sighs> oh. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm dealing with. Oh. It, it, it's not it, – it's, it's they think God. because I have built this relationship where we, we talk about everything and I'm super yes. open with them and yes. honest with them about the, – they think that they're just entitled to all of the information all yes. of the time. I'm like, yes. why don't you mind your business? Why yes. don't you mind your business? Story. You know she's going to tell you when she stops being mad at you anyway. What do you need to ask me for? That's the damn truth. It's a story right. of my life. I love how literally we're living 
the same life. And I want, like, guys, if you're listening right now and you're like, yes, I could relate, you need to jump on our Facebook page or send us a direct message on Instagram. And just, we want those two little prayer hands that, by the way, are really a high five emoji. So I love that, by the way, everybody thought that those were prayer hands, but they're actually, Apple initially intended that to be a high five. So when it's like, oh, you know, my grandma died, high five. High five. Is yeah. really what really what that says. <laughs> oh my gosh, the hurricane! <laughs> high five. You know, high like five. I every time I see those hands, I'm like, oh god, guys. Yeah, that's so let's all just... I'm gonna think of now. Yes, oh, everybody that I tell, they're like, are you sure? I'm like, no, I, I'm positive that I read that that the intention was supposed to be a high five when Apple did that, which makes logical sense. It Not does. supposed to be like. Do you think that Apple, when they were creating the emojis, like let's do a religious one? We need let's a prayer do a prank. Yeah. Like, come on, right? Like think about Not that. Epic. They're so no. far from anything remotely prayer ish. <laughs> I know. Even though they are becoming like a church onto themselves. They are. Apple. They are. Yeah. But yeah, guys, it was never prayer hands. It's always been a high five emoji. So when you're high fiving that your grandmother died, just think twice about it because I am not high fiving. Although like <laughs> when my husband's grandmother dies and you see me high fiving all over the place, just know that I was just doing it to be funny. But she's like 197 <laughs> years old. So, and she's, by the way, she's significantly healthier than anybody else in my family. <laughs> I actually, yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. He's got some good genes. I think that was part of the reason why I wanted to have kids with him. I was like, shit, how old's your family? They're crazy yeah. old. I was like, this is good. They're going to be, they're going to last through the apocalypse yeah, without even forever. trying. They'll be like, huh, eh, yeah. whatever. It's just snowing, you know, uh, hail flakes or whatever. Megan, this was way too much fun, and it's not supposed to be. I'm supposed to be like, hey, let's provide information so that the listener could have some tips. Guys, listen, I warned you at the beginning of this podcast to turn it off, and you didn't. So who's really to blame here, guys? Don't turn it around. You know what? When you point a finger at someone else, (laughs) you're really pointing one right back at you. Isn't there something like that? It's not one. I think, isn't it? You're pointing all of them. It's you're three. pointing three back at yourself. Yeah, it's three. Guys, when you're pointing your finger at someone else, I'm also, instead of pointing, I'm making a gun with my fingers because I don't know why this is a very aggressive pointing situation. Yeah, it is. It's not normal. Yeah. I'm pointing three normal. right back at me, guys. So I told you. I don't want to hear it from you and be like, oh, my God. Nuts is complaining. But last week I had like a super venti week at Twiniversity and then I had the best weekend ever. So I think that needs to be like my method is I yeah. just need to like when I go on to coffee talks, I got to be angry. And I and then everybody loved it. We have like thousands and thousands of viewers. We have 74 people on at one point that were like, I'm having a crappy day, too. You don't have to be good at it. Let's go on strike. We're doing it. So this is what happens. You get to a point in your parenthood of twins And you can throw in the towel because me and Megan will tell you first and foremost, they need you a hell of a lot more now than they did when they were babies. Oh, yes. Yes. I always say parenting twins was really hard in the beginning. It got really easy. And now it's really hard again. Yep. And Megan, what I tell my friends that have littles and they're like, this is so hard. I say kids. And I tell our Twiniversity students too. I said, think about what you would rather deal with. Would you rather deal with? Crying twins or twins that have two broken hearts? Boom. Yeah. Mic yeah. drop. 
Yeah. And then I leave the room. Yeah. And I say, thank and you, everybody. Done. Good night. That's Good night. I'm, I'm here all week. Try the fish. <laughs> This was so good. Guys, I have great news for you. Megan's um, one-woman show doesn't end here. It keeps going on social. You could find her at Megan Loden, M-E-G-H-A-N-L-O-D-E-N. I spell that, right? No, M-E-G-A-N. M-E-G, no H? There's no H. Son of a <laughs> peas and carrots. Why did I write that? I don't know. I don't know. It's twin mom brain. It's a thing. Oh, God. <laughs> It's just Tuesday disgust. Is what it bless is. it. That's it. <laughs> well, we can find you on Instagram and we can find you on Facebook. And then, of course, if you need her too, and you're like, oh my God, Matt, I put an H in it. I can't find her either because you told me everything wrong. That's what um, our <laughs> listeners sound like to me today. Um, uh, you can email us at community at twiniversity.com. And Megan, genuinely, from like the bottom of my heart, thank you very, very much. This is always so fun to just vent and bs yeah, about the stupidity that is our lives right now it definitely oh is thank you for having me it was super fun oh my god it is my pleasure well guys listen go back to doing whatever you are doing and if we were the excuse that you took a break you're welcome Megan. you're welcome yes please i was gonna say tell them they're welcome that's that <laughs> and if you are currently expecting and you listen to this um good luck to you and you know what you could always leave one at a fire station or police stations or hospitals those are considered safe havens i don't recommend it but i'm just letting you know what your options are and then maybe you won't have to deal with these teen twins but <laughs> on the bright side we we joke a lot but i i do i really do feel very lucky that i have not um gone into too many murderous rages as they've gotten bigger but it's great and I do I like that they look out for each other and we're we're very lucky mamas Megan what do you think we definitely definitely are for sure yeah even though I want to kill him <laughs> yeah it's true but you know what that's how you know that you're a parent that's paying attention because if you didn't want to kill the kitties then you would have they you you wouldn't be interacting with them you know like that's that's true. the thing it's like we know them well we know they drive us crazy they know how to push our buttons because they know us so how yeah. great I'm grateful that my kids know how to push my buttons or what buttons it is, but um, it's still no excuse not to clean the top of the toilet paper. Preach, sister. Totally, <laughs> totally not. Well, guys, thank you for listening to another. I told you it was going to be a good episode of our podcast. We have about, I don't know, eight, nine million of them right now. So feel free to binge your little heart out. The ones that I recommend. Oh, I don't know. We have some good ones. Yeah, I really don't know which one I recommend because there's I can think about eight or nine off the top of my head that I would say, go listen to this next. But um, if you can't decide, go. We pretty much give you topics. And, but binge away. Do something great. Make this day count. Do not let them beat you down. You got this, sister. You got this, brother. No tying up mom and dad and throwing them in the bathroom. That's not happening. Take control of your 20s as much as you possibly can. And if you can't, then hide from them. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you later, alligators.